We can't even walk without God being involved because he was the one to create us. Hey everyone, this is Taylor and welcome to another message from Elevate Retake. Today's message is Israel, God, and a VHS with a look at Hosea chapter 11. Your engaged question is who taught you how to walk? The key text that we will be taking a look at is found in Hosea 11 verses 3 through 4 and it reads, I myself taught Israel how to walk, leading him along by the hand, but he doesn't know or even care that it was I who took care of him. I led Israel along with my ropes of kindness and love. I lifted the yoke from his neck and I myself stooped to feed him. A key theme we will be taking a look at is love remembers and is longing to bring you home. So let's take a look back of where we've been. We're in the middle of a series called What Love Does. You'll get a sticker at the end of today with that. You can uh, wear it loud and proud and let people know about it. But here's where we've been. We began in Hosea chapter one through three, learning when we see what love does, we can know who love is. Thank you for not reading it. Everybody else can read it now. Uh, When we see what love does, we can know who love is is. Hopefully by next week, you know, we can, we can be uh, with the program. Then we learned love desires to be known. That was Hosea chapter 4 through 6. And last week we looked at love plants seeds. Hosea chapter 7, 1 through 10. And again this week, I give you the big idea at the get-go, love remembers. And we're going to be in Hosea chapter 11. So I invite you to turn with me to Hosea chapter 11. We're only looking at one chapter this week because it's so powerful. We've got to spend just a few moments there. Hosea chapter 11. I'll give you a moment to turn there. And while you're doing it, Hosea, it's been a difficult book, hasn't it? It's been a book that's kind of brought some things out from under the carpet or out of the closet that we kind of wanted to keep hidden for a while. But it's brought us to an incredible realization about the love of God. And there's a pivot in Hosea 11 where we get to see this so much deeper. So Hosea chapter 11, verses 1 and 2. I'll be reading from the New Living Translation. When Israel was a child, I loved him. I called my son out of Egypt, but the more I called him, the farther he moved from me, offering sacrifices to the image of Baal and burning incense to idols. Imagine for a moment, God is reminiscing. He says, when Israel was a child, I loved him. God is sitting down maybe in his living room. He's pulling out the family photo albums, right? You know, those big clunky things when we used to print pictures instead of just taking them and storing them in the cloud to never look at again. Maybe God pulled out the VHS tapes. Now, I know for some of us, this is like, what's a VHS tape? There used to be these little black boxes that had some film in them, and you would put them in this antiquated device called a VHS player or a tape player, and you'd put it in, and you would have a picture appear on the screen instead of Googling something. You know, old dinosaur techie stuff, right? But God pulls these out, and he's playing the video back. He's saying, I remember Israel when he was younger, and I loved him so very much, but there were times, oh, there were times Oh, little Israel, that crazy little fella. He had a mind of his own. He wouldn't really listen to me that often. And sometimes it felt like the more I called to him, the further he would walk away from me. Can you hear God's emotion as he's 
flipping through the family photo albums and he's playing the VHS tapes and and God, the ever patient and careful God, would rewind the VHS tape after he was done so that he could, you know, leave it for the next person in pristine condition. But God's words here in this moment, his heart is yearning for his child who has gone astray. And this is what God continues in Hosea chapter 11, verse 3. He says this, I myself taught Israel how to walk, leading him along by the hand, but he doesn't know or even care that it was I who took care of him. It is I who taught Israel how to walk. And real quick, if you're struggling studying the Bible and not sure you know where to start, here's a hint. What does this particular passage tell you about God? So you read a passage, you ask yourself that question, and then you dive into it and you say, okay, what is this telling me about God? It'll it'll make you think a little bit, make you kind of be creative, but what is this passage telling us about God? Well, I wrote down some things here. He's, he's patient. He's invested in Israel's future, right? Because he didn't just let Israel kind of go on, on his own and, and figure out how to walk on his own. He says, no, I, I taught Israel how to walk. Uh, he's acting as a parent, right? The engaged question that was asked a moment ago, who taught you how to walk? It's likely a, a parent. Maybe somebody else was there at your first steps. Before Israel knew God, God knew Israel. And, you know, we've actually got some never-before-seen footage of God teaching Israel how to walk. Do you want to see that? Except, well, do you? Yes? No? Okay. But I have to tell you, though, uh, it's not God and it's not Israel. Um, It's just me and my dad. Michael from the future here. Inside of the worship gathering, I can play videos and you can see them, but obviously on the podcast you can't. So I'll describe what's going on. I had my dad pull some video from the archives of me learning how to walk started off with me in a little red jumpsuit kind of crawling in the ground and then I was pushing this little table around and right now I'm in this brown little jumpsuit taking some courageous steps towards my dad from the coffee table and he's about two or three feet away from that and that laugh you just heard I covered up the date in the video so good luck in guessing how old I am and here I'm in these little blue overalls and I was taking about five or six steps and I went and sat down and then I clapped my hand. And lastly, I think you'll get a kick out of this one. Say bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye. Yeah, bye, Dada. Who taught you how to walk? (laughs) Yep, that's Dad. He's sitting over there. He went back into the archives and, and found these for me. I've come a long ways, haven't I? But think for a moment. Who taught you how to walk? Who was there in your first moments as you transition from crawling to the ground to walking on your own two feet. Who was there in that moment? Was it in your living room or maybe it was your bedroom, maybe visiting a relative? Who was there? Who was cheering you on, picking you back up when you would fall down every single time? Who had the camera going? God is looking back fondly on the VHS tape. And those were recorded on a VHS tape, by the way. Remembering when Israel took his first steps. And I think God has a VHS tape of every one of them. I don't know what technology he's got in heaven. He's probably got the cloud and had it before we even had it. But 
he's probably got VHS tapes or the equivalent of heaven. And I imagine there's sometimes that he pulls those VHS tapes out and plays them and looks fondly at you as you began to take your first physical steps. As you began to take your first steps towards Jesus and when you understood who he was. As you began to take your foot's first steps on the campus of Southwestern Adventist University. Or maybe it was the first steps of your, your new job. Maybe it was the first steps of a new relationship. God pulls those out and he says, I'm the one who's taught you how to walk. God continues on, his heart pouring out to the children of Israel. Hosea chapter 11, verse 4. I led Israel along with my ropes of kindness and love. I lifted the yoke from his neck and I myself stooped down to feed him. Here's some We've, we've gone from toddler language to farm language, right? And some of us are like, okay, what's with the yoke and the neck and everything? Well, when an ox is underneath a yoke and it gets hungry, it has to bend down to eat. And you can imagine the image if you've got this heavy yoke on you and you're strapped to someone else and you bend down to eat, that yoke is going to come up and be right underneath your cheeks. And it's going to make it difficult for that ox to eat. And this image that Hosea is portraying here is of God coming to us and making it a little bit easier for us to eat. In fact, he himself stoops down and feeds us. God, in his love and mercy, extends himself as a servant to us. This presents a beautiful picture of God's gracious condescension in his loving provision for an undeserving people. And you know what's interesting about all this? God was the one that created our feet, right? We can't even walk without God being involved because he was the one to create us. I like how the, the poet Jason Emmanuel Petty, he goes by the, name, the stage name of propaganda in the song Lofty. He quotes these words, the very breath that comes from lungs is caused by the fact that God is involved. One must begin with the mind that was given to him to even believe he's evolved. Let that sink in for a moment. The feet that take you where you need to go were given to you by God, and he's the one who taught you how to walk. He's intimately acquainted with your footsteps and even knows what your footprint looks like. It's an amazing picture of a God who loves us, who would extend himself. And yeah, Hosea 11 continues on, verses 5 through 7 say this, But since my people refuse to turn to me, they will return to Egypt and will be forced to serve Assyria. War will swirl through their cities. Their enemies will crash through their gates. They will destroy them, trapping them in their own evil plans. Verse 7, For my people are determined to desert me. They call me the Most High, but they don't truly honor me. And at this point, we just have to accept that the picture of God's children in Hosea is not good. That they will continue to turn away from God. God knows that Israel will continue to be unfaithful. Yet, even though Israel is unfaithful, that does not stop God. Because look what, look what he says in verse 8 of Hosea 11. Oh, 
how can I give you up, Israel? How can I let you go? How can I destroy you like Adma or demolish you like Zeboim? By the way, those were two cities destroyed with uh, Sodom and Gomorrah back in the book of Genesis. My heart is torn within me and my compassion overflows. Does that sound like a God who cares about you? I think it does. A God who's so totally committed to who you are that he wants to do anything he can to extend his love towards you. Verse 9 continues on. No, I will not unleash my fierce anger. I will not completely destroy Israel for I am God and not a mere mortal. God says, I don't play by your rules. You would have been dead and gone long before. I am the Holy One living among you and I will not come to destroy. And it's unfortunate in this world that God has been depicted as a God who destroys. Yes, there are difficult moments in our life. Yes, there's extreme judgment that happens in the Bible. But God says, I'm coming to you not to destroy you, but because I love you so dearly. And I don't know who needs to hear it this morning. We probably need to say it more from this space and to each other in our everyday lives. But God loves you. You think about the significance of that statement? God loves you. And I'm not talking about the love that we have for pineapple on pizza. Can I get a witness? There we go. God loves us even more than you might love pineapple on pizza. And let me say, that's got to be a lot of love, right? Here's what Ellen White writes in the Eighth Testimony to the Church, page 275. No earthly parent ever pleaded so earnestly with an erring child as he who made us pleads with the transgressor. No human loving interest ever followed the impenitent with invitations so tender. God extends forth his tender invitations to us. All we've got to do is receive that love. Yeah, we might fall like I did several, many years ago. But God's right there. And in that moment, looking back in that video, I can see God in my dad who patiently waited for me to come to him. And though I only took one little step towards him, he was there to catch me when I fell. That's the picture of who God is in Hosea chapter 11. And they, God continues on in verse 10 of chapter 11. For someday the people will follow me. Other translations say, for someday the people will walk towards me. Maybe we should go back over that again. Maybe you didn't catch it. For someday the people will follow me. Someday those feet that I taught how to walk will walk towards me. What a beautiful sight that is. That God who created us has the patience and the love to say, I am going to do everything that I possibly can until your feet turn and walk towards me. And by the way, I will be with you every step of the way. When I roar, my people will return trembling from the west. In verse 11, like a flock of birds, they will come from Egypt. Trembling like doves, they will return from Assyria. And I will bring them home Again, how many of you want to go home? God calls us and says, I want to bring you home again. Those feet that I have given you will one day lead you home because I am involved in working in your life. These verses that we've looked at today are like a window into the heart of God. 
They show that his love for his people is a love that will never let them go. As we finish up this morning, I want to share this passage from you, with you, from Desire of Ages, page 480. Written by Ellen White. This is a little bit longer, so I don't have it on the screen, but I want you to listen to it. Every soul is as fully known to Jesus as if he were the only one for whom the Savior died, as if she were the only one for whom the Savior died. The distress of everyone touches his heart. God hears your cry. The cry for aid reaches his ear. He came to draw all men and women unto himself. He bids them follow me, and his spirit moves upon their hearts to draw them to come to him. Many refuse to be drawn. Jesus knows who they are. He also knows who gladly hear his call and are ready to come under his pastoral care. He says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. He cares for each one as if they were, there were not another on the face of the earth. I leave you with this question this morning. Who taught you how to walk? Because love remembers, and it's longing to bring you home. Love remembers. God is so compassionate that he is trying to help us, his people, understand and see our own shortcomings. He is extending his hand to help us follow him, even whenever worldly things are so appealing to us. I encourage you to let Jesus lead you home today. He is home. Our retake message will be available for you on Thursday this week. And this is where I sit down with Pastor Michael. And this week, it is my best friend, Esther Souza, And we take a deeper look at Hosea chapter 11, as well as how we can live it in our daily lives. So please give that a listen, and I'll catch you later this week. Elevate Retake is produced by Inspire Productions. Our executive producers are Michael Gibson and Jonathan Coker. Sound design and editing are done by Shane Miosi. Special thanks to the Elevate Lead team and 88.3 The Journey for their support of Elevate Retake. You can connect with us on Instagram at Elevate Retake.